welcome to Conversations on Karate. I'm Sue. I'm Greg. I'm Matt. Hey! Yay! You remember the first time. Now, now, I've, now I know that I, I, I've got a space where I say that. Yes. And I'll put in, shall I put in your special sound effect that I put in last time for you, Matt? Yeah, yeah. Have you got it with you? Um, I can find it. I can oh, find I it. I, I oh, dropped it in afterwards. Did you hear it? I didn't hear it. I'm sorry. That that's just given away that I didn't listen to the episode. I can't not, remember <laughs> hearing it to be I'm honest. I'm busy. A bit. Yes, you can. Oh my god. You can. I, I will. It. I promise. I'll go back and listen to them all. <laughs> now look. I just exposed. Jardine exposed online. Yeah, that's the headline. The Sun. Jardine exposed. Podcast scandal. <laughs> Jardine exposed. Uh, Jardine again. exposed. Again. Seven seven thirty in the morning on a yeah. on a on a Monday morning. Matt Jardine. <laughs> Yes. Again, makes a mistake. Sorry. We're here, obviously, for another UFC under the spotlight. Why are we doing this, by the way? I mean, spotlights. Are we? I thought we were traditional. Are we trying to? Are we trying to suddenly become MMAers? No. No, I mean, look. I don't know if you know this, but. The traditional Japanese art of MMA watching goes back thousands of years. So it's super traditional. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But slightly joking aside, I know some people go, oh, they've got some of those shows have got a bit MMA. Well, the whole purpose for us, whoever listening is, we got together and we realized that in an untested world, which Mm. a lot of martial arts is, uh, we have two options to test it. Go and do the whole uh, blood sport thing. Go down to a local uh, Vietnamese bar and wind them up and then fight in a, te- in a vest. Have you seen that? Whole thing? And that's, that's one thing, which I, I'm not going to do that. I look terrible in vests. I tried uh, and doing I that do... on a Friday night, but to be fair, I grew out of it. Friday night in the truck seat. <laughs> or we can at least engage in something where they are testing it within a rule set. We realise it's not real. It's a rule set, but, you know, near enough, um, which is MMA. So mm-hmm. it's a good chance for us as traditionalists, if we're not going to engage in the full thing, to learn from the full thing. So no one panic. No yeah. one panic. We still wear geese. Oh, I don't. We do. But yeah, we still well, wear white pajamas all yes. the time. Everyone, everyone the hold time your fair. horses. There will, there's, and we'll say karate at least once in this episode. Uh, we'll try and refrain from MMA. Right. That's it. That was my point. I just saw some bits earlier. No, I like okay. it. I like it. Um, I, I have to. Can I start by saying I'm. Utterly gutted about the Cerrone and the Joe Lozon uh, cancellation. I know. Yeah. Oh, I, know. I love them both. That was one of the main reasons to tune in. I'm such a cowboy fan. I like cowboy. And I yeah. thought and like, I like Cerrone as well. Boom, boom. Clever. The jokes are back. <laughs> Elbow is going to make an appearance later. He, apparently, apparently uh, after weighing taco food poisoning. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah, think. that's what I heard. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, hopefully we'll see that. That will be an absolute. I, I do like, by the way, what they're doing with these older, at the end of your contracts, already mauled stuff, getting them together. That just makes sense, really, because yeah. these guys are still incredibly entertaining. Um, and I hope to see that somewhere down the track. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So who started the To be honest, I didn't watch the start of the card. Okay, so that so then that meant that uh, Randy Brown and Chaos Williams Chaos Will- moved, that's it yeah 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 that's right. got moved up right yes. um, Randy Brown the Jamaican I, I like his stuff he's long and he's kind of rangy but I thought he looked good Chaos Williams is just one of those guys short and stocky if he hits you you're going you know you're going night nights um, ended up on a decision I, I wasn't fully into that because I was still sulking about Cowboy not being on but I did focus. <laughs> <laughs> I was still grieving the loss of that particular thing, but it was good though. Um, and Randy got the decision. Was it split or unanimous? I think it was unanimous, but I, I can't remember. But it was it was good. It was good. Well, I, I've I've forgotten the details. So it wasn't that good, but I remember at the time going, oh, actually, that's the best Randy Brown I've seen so far. Mm. Well, I mean, I, I, we watched the final three fights before I then nearly threw up in the car from watching it <laughs> so we had to pull over and we did not watch any more after that no. is that tony's 
Uh, we watched Tony's, Rose, and um, Oliveira, yeah. Yeah, it's probably all those mixed feelings yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. that, that you that we had to go through watching. Oh my god, the, <laughs> the highs contrast. and the lows. You guys are driving to your own. That's all you want to see on your way to your own competition, watching other people getting bashed. You're like, it, no, it was okay. Bad. We saw some six year olds who we felt could have taken part in some of that quite effectively. Mm. To be fair, the, 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 the youngsters <laughs> are unbelievable. Um, the best part of the Randy Brown fight I just remembered was he did some Jamaican patois at the end and his interview was outstanding. So if nothing really? else, I would advise people go back into his amazing Jamaican stuff. It was beautiful. Um, okay. Sorry that I can't say much more about the fight. <laughs> fine. All right. It's fine. Um, going up the card then, of course, Shogun. Shogun Hua, Maurizio, and yeah. Ovid St. Prue. I think Ovid St. Prue beat him the first time round when they fought... Did. In uh, 1852, somewhere, wherever they fought, gazillion years ago, before MMA had even been MMA. Mm. They uh, fought in Pancreation back in ancient yeah, Greece. Yeah, exactly. And, um, and who got the decision? Ovin St. Prue. Ovin St. Prue got it, yeah. Just did a bit more. Although um, Shogun wasn't outclassed. He, he, he's older, but he's only a year older, actually, than Ovin St. How Prue. old is he? I feel like Shogun's been around for forever. Well, this is the issue. This is the issue. It feels like, because he started when he was three. <laughs> so, so you do feel like you've seen him forever. But I think he's, I think he's 40 or 41. Oh, really? Okay. St. Prue is like 39. So there's not that big a deal. Again, another example, I think, of the UFC doing well and putting these old guys extending their careers. Um, certainly not out of class, but Ovin St. Prue is tricky, right? He's got that uh, stabbing front kick. Stab, stab, and if, stab. if you go on the, if you go on and you watch Mauricio's body, it's like red, like it's been painted red from that. And I, you know, when you work the body with, this is when a karate front kick is really good. You don't see a, a great front. Well, just about to contradict myself now because you do. Although technically, what we're going to talk about later wasn't the greatest technique, but we'll sort of that in a second. Mm. But you don't see a good front kick that much in MMA, do you? You see the no. roundhouse, the thighs. You don't see. But, but we had, so when we were preparing our guys, this is one of the things I think that karate can do. Guys, work your stabbing front kick, not your push, shove, hand up, uh, foot up kick, but a stabbing kick. Yeah. And that pays dividends. And this is what I uh, felt um, over real difference between over St. Prue and Shogun Rua. So um, I would say to guys, work your front kick, because that is the advantage karateka and good taekwondo people have is to yes who was the fight a while back was it maybe like a year ago he won with a front kick to the body um i don't know off the top of my head no i'll have to find it it was a re- it was a lovely front kick and the guy was just like nope nope done now the other wet thing as well which i don't know if you've got you'll have it in your syllabus but i don't know if you use it but uh, we use it quite a lot is the um round the corner front kick so it goes in and round okay here we go. We haven't done this for a while. It goes this way. Yeah. So rather than straight, you go bang yeah. into liver. And it catches a guard because it's such a weird angle that um, it catches you almost all the time. You can't use it all the time, but it catch, when you do use it, you usually catches them because it's such an odd angle. That, that combined with the axe kick as well, because they come from angles that you're, the majority of people who are doing standard sparring, whether in karate or MMA, don't see. This is one of the beauties mm. of Kyokushin. Because they had to find a way to open the body. So they just start shifting their ankles. So axe kick, bring it down, bang, inside out kind of inverted front kick is gorgeous. And you can okay. tuck it right under the liver. Mm. We'll look at that. It's a bit like a scythe kick. Uh, kick. That way, but the other kick. way. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit like a, a sickle kick, yeah. Yes, a bit like, just, but just, just, bit like. just coming around the other side. Exactly, exactly. But it's a nice little digger, that. And, and anyone wants to see the front kick at work, Ovin Supru. The only thing with Ovin Supru, uh, for you purists, traditional purists, my Gerriers, um, I'd love to see what you say about his dropping his hand at the back. I'm like, please. Well, I couldn't reach him. He's like 50 miles longer than me. But the way he throws that trunk, he can drop his backhand. Anyone who can skip around that bout pop right on his chin, it's that's lethal. But he's done okay his career with it, we'd say. Yeah, he's done fine, I think. He's, I probably doesn't need my advice. But I, but if we're talking purity, I would I would probably do something else with that hand. But 
hey ho. But yeah, yeah, good fight. Fine, not a barn burner. It was okay. Um, went as it was. OSP got it. Sweet. Is it Chandler Ferguson next? Okay. Let's talk Michael Chandler and Tony Ferguson. Could I say something about El Kukui first? Please do. I love him. I do. I, I think do. he's absolutely balming, bonkers man. He's nuts. But I love him. And I don't agree with most of what he says. But Does anyone? Really? No. But in a land where uh, kind of press conferences are becoming a bit football-esque, which is I look at my manager to see, should I say anything other more than camp went well, I'm ready, I'm ready for the W, which is getting a little bit there. Mm. El Kukui brings just just something. And all, all, although Chandler does as well, although he's a little bit too slick uh, behind the mic for my liking. But um, El Kukui, right now, but more importantly, this is my point. I know he got absolutely flatlined. We'll talk about that in a second. But his variation is something we could all learn from. And we've discussed this, um, so Greg, about, you know, cutting angles, changing stuff you can't see. Just, yeah. you know, okay, it doesn't always work. But he didn't lose because of that. But no. his first round, I think he, he dropped China at least once, maybe twice, right? Yeah. In that first round. Yeah. I think it, because yeah, it was of the twice. angle shifts. And I think we could all learn a lot from variation. And as well, from a learning perspective, it's just more interesting. Mm play all the different ranges just kind of jab cross you know, oh, yeah whatever but actually keeping yourself amused which he feels like when he's fighting that's what he's doing he keeps himself amused is what i think will extend your martial arts longevity from a boredom perspective we all have that risk that martial arts done in that is dull as dishwater mm -hmm. one of the reasons we add i think we add skills to our game <laughs> is because there's only a certain amount of key on you can do you got it thanks got it i got i got this I, I got that about five years ago. Do we need to drill that again? Because I think I got that. The punch, no, I understand. Yeah, got my thumbs in the right place. Got it. Thank you. So we need to add stuff. And I think El Kuku is such an example of yeah. keeping things alive and fresh. That's from a, yeah, that's what I reckon. That's what I wanted to say. No, I agree. I, I like I like watching him fight. Unfortunately, I just don't think he's the same guy he was. A while ago, no, he looked uh, better. Uh, he looked better tonight than he did in his last two, th two or three and fights. And I, I don't think. think that knockout was indicative of being on on the end. Of, he's on the end of his career because he's again he's another one who's been in it since eighteen forty seven. Yeah, right. Yeah. Doesn't he not feel like he's been there for yeah, been there forever? Yeah, he does. And so, so I don't, you know, I don't think he's out. I, you know, he just is on the kind of back end of his career. He's still top ten, as as Dana White said. He's you know he's still an unbelievable guy yeah but i do think fighting full contact you you have a shelf life i mean we'll talk later about your experiences you realize you can't <laughs> even at the small level that you did it that we've all done it you can't do that forever amp that up <laughs> by 400 times and you're like oh okay now i see why i've only got 10 good fights 12 good fights or you know for some of the craziest 30 good fights yeah um so, yes, he is on the end, but I don't think that's indicative of his end. I think that was one of those Chandler shots. So we all know what happened, right? Does anyone want to explain what happened? <laughs> well, I mean, Chandler arguably was losing the fight, right? He lost the first round. Well, the first round, sure. Yeah. yeah. Unquestionably. Yeah. And he, he, he came out for the second round and he thought, no, I'm not having this. And he front kicked him in the chin. And knocked Lights him out. clean out. I mean, it was it was spark out, face down. He was out for a long time. First time Tony Ferguson's, I think, ever been knocked out. That was the longest uh, unconscious uh, fight I've ever seen in the UFC. Wasn't it seven minutes? I, that may be wrong because he may well be brain dead if it was seven minutes. But it, it was a very long time. It was definitely. I, I read somewhere that it was the longest time someone's been knocked out unconscious. I've never seen anything that long in a cage. Yeah. And I was like, oh, and his feet were crossed for the majority of it. So his whole system was. It's quite rare for your system to be that shut off for that long. Yeah. I mean, he was, we, we all kind of screamed in the car when we saw it and it was the most impressive on point kick straight up the front, straight up the middle to the chin. 
Yeah. Can I say something? Can I say something though, right? This is the thing. Everyone's going to start drilling that now. So Chandler had said they don't drill those. It was one of those opportune moments. And that's the feeling I got. If you sound bite that or visual bite that, meme it, it'll look like that's the new technique. For me, that was an opportunistic moment that happened to get through that polaxed his partner. If you look at a lot of the fights where they throw those kicks and they miss, no one thinks twice about it. Mm. But when it does connect, and we're talking one in, I'm going to say 10,000, right? It's rare. It looks amazing. Yeah. But I would argue that that's not Chandler's new game. And I don't think he even came out to go, oh, right, I'm going to stop him with this. I think he he knew he had to do something and he happened to throw, nothing else is working. So I think that was quite puncher's Mm. chancy. I don't want to say was, yeah. To be fair, but it was a bit puncher's chancy. That's what he said in his press conference afterwards. Yeah. Um, was that I don't drill that. He's um, it was it was quite funny. He said that hurts my feet. I don't yeah, like I love that. My feet. So I'm a baby when it comes to getting my feet hit. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that when so, he said that. Yeah. So yeah, I think you're right. It was absolute. Just like he did the technique in the moment. Just. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. but that's another thing, Sue. That I mean, now that I've, I've said, I've kind of discounted him in one level, but also not to discount because here's the thing. I think that the majority of our lives, and we're talking fighting today, so so let's talk. The majority of our fighting lives is fought beneath our consciousness. You two fought at the weekend, and you will realize that the majority of what went on, as in terrifying nerves, which almost incapacitates you, happens below the conscious. And so things like that happen below the conscious. So the question then is, how do we then get stuff into our conscious that we can just let out? And I believe there is a degree of training where, okay, you drill a technique in there. Fine, fine. And then there's a, a bit where you have to almost let, you have to sidestep your conscious as in, what shall I do now? How do I deal with this? How do I overcome this? That's conscious thinking. For me, conscious thinking is just, you make a decision. I'm going to go in the cage. Okay, that's your only job. And then allowing, I think for me, the better athletes across all sports, the Federers, the kind of the uh, McGregor or whoever, any sport are the ones who kind of allow themselves not to interfere. So they're essentially letting their subconscious fight or play or kick or pass, Mm. right? Rather than overthink. And And I have direct experience of this. As a tennis player, I was a massive overthinker. Right. So I would try and think I'm nervous. How do I think my way through this? What did my sports psychology? By the time I've done a list of 20 things, I've double faulted four games away. As a fighter, I started to realize just go on the mats, bow, go and let and what comes out. And then you start to see, OK, what comes out is an indicator of what I've probably done in training. Now that I can control as in show up at training. And then the battle of fighting, of competing becomes how can I just like relax? Like, how can I find that level where I basically take my, no, you can't take your mind. Just kind of trust, go. It's some things in my body, like an exam, exam. If you've studied, you'll remember the answers to the questions. If you haven't, you won't. Yeah. But when you're in there, you just go, well, let's see what comes out of the files at the back. And it's the same with competing. And that's what I think happens with these guys. The, the better, the, the winners, the champions will be the ones who kind of allow, which is why a lot of the real top finishers will, this is interesting, slightly off, off key, but I think it's important, have some sort of faith. I've the noticed child, this. Faith in God. The, mm. uh, uh, Khabib faith in God because what faith take away the religious stuff right as as a complete because it's not appropriate for here but as a faith allows you to go off you go I'm resting I'm just going on faith allows your brain to stop trying to win the day mm-hmm. because you've handed it over to God rainbows unicorns whatever but the concept of faith is essential I believe whatever you're faithful in that that kind of cognitive mechanics is what allows you just to go relax and if nothing else if there's a god great but if nothing else it allows you to sidestep the interfering conscious brain do, do you understand what i mean that makes sense? yeah completely yeah, yeah if you absolutely. if you have a trust that at some point you're trust. going to be you know that this is going to be okay a trust or a belief that you're going to be all right that you have even if it's um i have faith that i have done what i need to do 
Yes. If you can trust that, you know, you don't have to believe something external if that's not your bag. None of us are going to sit here and say you have to believe in anything. No. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think if you can trust the process, trust that you've trained, trust that, and relax and let that step in. Yeah. Your, as you say, you can trust your subconscious if you want to, or if you're a law of attraction kind of person. Yeah. You know, trust that you're in a being because that's yes. part of their, their yeah. kind of language, your soul or what have you has got this. Yeah. We'll look after you. We'll guide your instincts. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. It's that yeah. you're right. Trust, faith, belief, whatever you want to frame that as. I absolutely believe and I know very well about being a person who can get in my own way as an athlete not now as an, an old guy but definitely as a 20 something right definitely get in my own way I literally have the ability to snatch uh victory from the jaws of defeat the other way around snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. I have I've honestly got been up six love five love up I was six love I was a tennis player before six love five love up in Washington 40 love up I was killing this guy until a little voice in my head went you're so far ahead. What would it be like to lose this? And I damn well managed. So, so absolutely. And that was because now you're, now you're thinking, right? You've just, I was just flowing. I just could see everything. And then I wasn't because I started thinking, well, how do I stay in the flow? Bang. How have I been serving so well? Yeah. Oh, I must have prone Bang. Now you're dead, right? Now you might as well just get off the court. Or, or the mat or the ring or whatever. And I, just as you said, the trust and the faith in the process or your preparation or your, or your gods or whatever it may be have allowed you to just chill, man, just shut the noise up and do your battle. Yeah. And, and a little bit of that, um, for me, I know it's, it's, um, <laughs> it was, it was hearing Greg and Joe in the background right? yelling cool. advice, trust them as well. Trust your trust coaches. The people who are there for you. Yeah. Trust be that because I could hear suddenly I could hear somebody saying, "Do this." Could could you? Like, I'm surprised you could hear any. I I couldn't hear a fucking thing. No, I could hear that. I, I genuinely I could, could not that. hear a thing. No, but you I, you you had the you had the paleness of a horse's blind yeah. on. I've yeah, absolutely. That. You but can't the, hear um, yeah, but I think that's something else that you can trust in that moment, isn't it? If it, that's you know, a great the, point. That's why your voices, team is so important, aren't yeah. they? Team, team is important, yeah. And you see that all the time in, in uh, UFC as well, I'm sure. Well, you don't get it. You don't realise the importance of the corner team because they have no technical, technical importance. Let's be honest. Once you're in the cage and the door's locked yeah. or on the mats, they're not uh -huh. doing nothing. But what they do have, which you can't experience until you've competed with a team in your corner, is just as you say, they have kind of love for you, your, your best, and, and nothing more than you can do. I can just chill. So they're kind of almost, it's like they're almost a cognitive trick Mark, mm. rather than anything else. Um, and I think that's very, very important. You see that in all the champions at some point will be thanking something above them, which they've handed, not responsibility, but handed faith, trust in. And I, I find that fascinating. Yeah. As we're talking about corner teams, we, were we done with Chandler Ferguson? I feel like there's not much else left to say about them, is there really? No. Did we say he kicked his face clean off his head? We, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. So, yes, so, all the karateka, go look at that and then have a think. You can't, you can't go around kicking people in the face like that, but you could definitely, definitely work on that, my Gary. It's effective. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wanted to say one thing about that. Okay. Sorry. There was one tiny technical thing. Uh, the reason you'll see a lot of really bad front kicks in MMA where it kind of flicks it out and it makes me as a, as a karate teacher really cringe going, if you're going to do that, don't throw it. The difference with Chandler's, uh, which is an indicator for us all, and good karate people will do it. I've seen a lot don't, but Kyokushin I do, is he has a very high, strong chamber. All of your kicks are determined by the 90% of your kick is your chamber. And you see in low level, you see in MMA, a lot that isn't the case. It kind of, the momentum starts with the ankle. Yeah. So it becomes this sort of, what is that? Whereas actually the chamber is everything. And when you play that back, his chamber, if you fr uh, freeze frame his chamber, right? He's got these big clumpy legs, isn't he, Chandler? He's a beast, yeah. isn't he, Chandler? Beast. He's a yeah. solid, solid guy. Very, it's very the solid. Chamber. So all of you pay attention to your chamber. I see so many, even karate videos, right, of schools where the chambers of their students are like, and you wonder why they can't kick a bag. But that's another, that's another conversation for another year. Chamber. Chamber, chamber, chamber. Right. S2. Okay. We're talking about corner teams. Yep. What the fuck happened with Roses? 
Yeah. What? Uh, so, so this? I am. I've been sulking and tweeting about this all day. I've seen. Right. <laughs> yeah. I've really got the ump about this because yeah. here's the thing, right? We must all remember as corner people. No matter how much we buy into our, our student success, whatever it may be, you are not the one getting kicked in the face, right? And so my issue is, Charles Sonnen wrote about this in his book, American Gangster. I can't remember. Really good about the uselessness of a team. He said, basically, they, they come around to hold pads. But anyway, my point is that. I sometimes wonder if they, you know, and the embeddeds and the, I could be wrong. It's my just gut feeling. If you can all buy into your students' glory, remember, until you are in the ring fighting, I know, I know it takes a village to build uh, a champion, et cetera, et cetera, but that's the one in, in there. And, and so that was my, my, when I watched a little bit in bed, I got that little sense of, are they believing their own hype, forgetting that she is the hype? That was one thing that may or may not be right. Mm. It's just, I'm going with what I first said. Then Whitman, if he's as experienced as he, as he is, which he is, what the hell were they doing? Mm. I'll be honest. Pat Berry's, Pat Berry's line was, you hear that, Rose? To, to the booing yeah to this significant you hear that rose that's a sign that you're doing the right thing which I, brings I feel strange. like i feel like whitman was getting frustrated with with pat i don't think whitman was giving much better advice to be well, honest though I, no i don't think he was but normally whitman is the one leading the advice whereas to, he, he wasn't he was kind of off do, to the sideline do, do here's a question then linked to that this is directly do you think, and I have done this, right? So I know what it's like. Do you think really, if you are emotionally involved, I know as we're all emotionally involved, I'm talking as a partner, yeah, right? You should really be coaching your significant other. I, I, I have done it and it's very, I get, it's really, it's almost impossible to do because you have that, other stuff in your head. Yeah. You have, you have, Oh, how is this going to be when we go home to our home? It's not just at the dojo. So you have too much of a vested interest. You know it's going to crush them. And I just, I, I just don't think it works. I'm not sure you can teach your train, teach corny your significant other. Mm. Not, you not in that. You can not, to not a degree, the, or the way or he just... he was doing it. No, I think it's really hard to do, Sue, because it's very difficult to. I think as a, as a as a as a trainer, I spoke to James Doolan about this actually, Stevie Ray's um, coach, and it, he said you have to be able to separate yourself from your. Of course, you love your athletes. I'm not suggesting that you're just seeing them as you know kind of fodder, but there is a separation <clears throat> that you that makes it not your child or your lover. Right, which brings an added dimension that you just give shit advice. Mm. Pat Berry, you hear that, Rose? That means you're doing it, it right. I don't know what yeah. he was on about. Well, what they've done is that so, and this links in with what we were talking about. We'll speak about your fights a little bit later. But the point is, right? Of course, Carla Esparza, I admire her. Great. Would if you gave me a million pounds to watch her fight, I'd have to give it back and say, honest, I just used the million I got. I, I don't need another one. Can we just? I'll give you the money back to, mm. if I have to watch Carla, right? So I just, she is dull. She doesn't do anything and she doesn't claim to do anything else. So she's coming in for the wrestle, right? So there is, um, and I think a champion should be able to not only counter a wrestler, but punish a wrestler. Rose as the champion was trained and instructed essentially to run from the wrestle. So yeah. you've got two counter games. And the, you'd have to say Carla should get it because at least she tried to get Rose down. Yeah. Rose didn't jab, counter, do anything. She didn't do anything. And as a champion, and, and what it did show, it showed her vulnerability and how much she relies on a team who know her vulnerability, who just basically tried to keep her out of trouble. They didn't train her. They didn't, she didn't develop anything there to deal with that. She yeah. didn't move forward to beat Carla Esparza. When she started letting it go, you could see in, I think, you could see in Rose's head going, I've got to just let this go. And when she did, the gaps opened and she started having a few shots. And then you could almost see again them going, just keep running. It was the worst fight, or definitely the top three fights I have ever seen. It was seen horrendous. Yeah. In 20 it was. years of UFC. I yeah. mean, and, first, and that's, by the way, I'm a massive Rose fan. Yeah. Huge, huge, huge. 
I mean, we were watching the first round and we were kind of like, okay, it's a bit okay, slow, fair but fair enough. enough you know, yeah, they're yeah, feeling yeah. each other out. Seen that a few times and spent the rest of the fight going, is it now? When? When is uh-huh. it going to happen? When is it yeah. going to happen? When is it going to happen? Why did that not happen? Why? There didn't seem to be, I mean, there, there was some action. You know, there was a couple of takedowns and Rose flipped out of a takedown really nicely. She came yeah. out of a, a takedown. Which is, which is why uh, what it would have been better, Sue, is actually to allow the take. So the work yeah. was. Actually well, go okay. towards it. She's clearly got awesome defense. Clearly. And in that gap, awesome she defense. noticed the space, right? You see yeah. in that gap. Actually, in fact, when she got the takedown, the defense, then when it's open, but just that sticking on the outside and, and she wasn't even fighting to win. And no. my view is this, right? A champion, everyone does, but a champion's role is to fight like a champion. Yes. Now, yes. I'm not going to put this all on Rose because she's in the cage with a lock cage getting punched in the face. I'm not. I, I'm very clear. This Full disclosure. Yeah. I'm not a... <laughs> no, uh, absolutely. Fighter. But right, she she's much better than that, and I I personally think her corner handicapped. And what was more distressing, which actually changed on a post that I've seen this morning, but was how her her she took no responsibility for that. She defended it as if to say, "I've always been in barn burners. What can't I defend? Of course you can, Rose. Absolutely, of course you can defend. Yeah. That com- you don't have to be uh, Justin Gaethje and fight stupid fights. Completely agree, right? But you are the champ, and you need to show your skills. If you only want the W, that's also fine. But go back on the regional scene behind closed doors where there's four people paying who don't. Cool. But remember, part of your role as a UFC champ is to fight well. Mm-hmm. You, you can't have it all. If you want just your Ws, great. Off you go. But don't, yeah. please don't make us watch. I'm sorry. I don't know. You just want your Ws? Sorry? The wins. She, she, she was just talking oh, about I the Oh, I see. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I wasn't. Yeah. Just, yeah. And, and I just think, um, but she, that did change. There, there was a post earlier. I don't know if I can find it. Enough the press conference. The press no, conference? No, there was something right. no, she else. Was basically, she, she basically said... I want, I, I want to read that because that's very important here. It was on MacLife. She'd said, uh, where are we? No, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So this is a, a different interview later on after yeah, that. I don't conference. know when it was. So here, um, here we go. Here we go. This is from uh, McGregor's, so MacLife official. So sorry to everyone. This is Rose. Sorry to everyone. I fucked up. Def- Definitely feel like a shitty human being, but this will make me a better one. Hats off the collar. And I completely agree. I did message back to say, certainly not a shitty human being. And this has nothing to do with human beings, by the way. Let's separate that. Um, and great to hear you are taking responsibility. Hope your coaching team are doing the same. Mm. I, I have to say, I, I think all fighters should take responsibility, but I think that coaching team are too high a level, in my view. Yeah. Anyway. There, there, there were that? times. There were times you could hear Trevor, and I'm not defending Trevor Whitman, but I do feel like it was, it was, it was definitely led more by Pat, okay, than Trevor. He was kind of trying to initiate some action, but he didn't do it. It's, I guess it's not his style to be like, "What the fuck are you doing? Go for it now." He was kind mm. of like, "Look, you know, you felt her out for these couple of rounds. Now let's, you know, go in there and have some fun. Let's, let's do what you're good at." Yeah, and I, I agree happen. with that. Keeping it fun and light, right? I do agree, and we use that. I try and use that with all my guys. Say the results are relevant. The result will take care of itself. Fight, cool, have fun. I, I completely agree with that. But I, w- w- that whole oh, that it can get a bit too much, right? Yeah. You're you're in charge of a pro fighter who is absolutely fighting like shite. Yeah. Sometimes you have to go, just go and have some fun now, right? Trevor, stop. Yeah. You are not the drama in this. At some point, you need to go. Yeah, you're a big girl. You are the champ. You've done nothing. Go and fight this kid. Yes. And I, I, if he has to stop that wobbly, you know, wagging dog stuff, it's cool. Motivate, keep them calm. I get it. I've used the same stuff, but sometimes you just go, this is utter shit. Pick up the pace. We've done more work than this, right? I don't expect to see this. Off you go. Sometimes you do have to hard those hard yards conversations. I'm just surprised no one said at the end of the fourth, like, right, you've got a round. You're down. Win it. Yeah. You're down here. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah. You're going to lose. Yeah. The, the whole fight depends on this round. Go and win it. 
Yeah. And she did one takedown, didn't she? Was it in the fifth? Towards the end of the fifth round, Rose yeah. hit a takedown. Yes. And Pat Barry acted like she just won the lottery. You could see it. I mean, it was jump. it was a nice take, but it was an indicator that if she'd have fought yeah. not to lose. See, again, I think there are only two yeah. motivations, right? Forward and backwards or love and hate. Well, however you call them. What's the? It's not a spiritual website. So, so forward and back. You either fight not to lose, you know, all 11 men on the, uh, how many people in football? I hate football. Let's talk rugby. All 15 people on the try line stopping uh, a try. Or you go and try and win. I believe life is about moving forwards. Will you lose sometimes? Will you get countered sometimes when you're trying to? Of course, of course. But you want to live a life not losing. That's not really living. Mm. That's kind of spending however many years on this planet just kind of going, well, I was really safe. How did your life go? Well, I spent it yeah. eight years in a hotel room. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so that was phenomenally disappointing. It yeah. really was. It was. I agree. I agree. The The whole perspective for me was that that was fought to not lose. I agree with you. It and, was. And, and, exactly. I, and Rose is so much totally. better than that. I, I don't so know. So much better. It was Something surprising. To... I mean, it was a, it was a surprise. You saw That's the Rose of old, the breakable is. Rose of old. Essentially, you saw the little girl of old, which, by the way, I have no problem with. I fully understand that. I have been that person, and I feel for her as a human being. I know what it's like to be breakable like that, right? Yeah. But until, and she has clearly, but just as a general statement, until you take responsibility and go, I was frightened to lose. I was frightened to lose my belt. That was utter dog shit, and I fought not to lose her. Fine. Now, now, when you come back into the club, into the academy or the dojo or the or whatever you're in, now we can look at that. And part of that might be, right, we need to get you a proper psychologist. And by the way, there's 100% no shame in that. Mm. But like we spoke about you two guys competing, you, we've got to call the start line. And if the start line is, I really don't want to admit that I'm a choker, because I hate it about myself. If that's the start line, that's the start line. It's mm. okay. We'll get your help. But your boyfriend sitting there going, you hear that, Rose? That means you're doing it right. What? It's not, Pat. That isn't the sign. That's the sign that you're going to lose this. You don't. Can we, can we talk way, about Pat, He's Pat lying to you, babe. He's lying to you, baby. But this babe. is why, Listen because Pat, Pat, by the way, was very good. Uh, as a fighter, I like yes. Pat Berry, and he's fought, so you, he knows. Do you, what? as a fighter or as a person? Because I think he comes across as a bit of a dick. Oh, as a, as a as a as a fighter, as a person, yeah. a complete yeah. a complete dick. But okay, my point good. is, so I can't talk. He he's fought a much higher experience. My issue yeah. is mainly about: can you really teach someone who you have a, a, a more? than a fight interest with it's very difficult to fight those you love your own children your own partners and i've done it all i've done both obviously not that level but the mental mechanics are the same mm. right you say things to your own son and your own daughter when they go on that you might not say to someone else Sh should that be true you should be even-handed you're not you're not yeah it i teach sherry differently from how i teach other people yeah mm. it must be very hard to manage that conflict it's really of, hard of, of loving someone and not wanting them to, to get hurt and yes. then instruct emotionally them as well. Cause you know, you know, hurt. you go to bed with them and you know, their fears, you know, their dreams. So you then end up giving poor advice. So, you know, yeah. I'm not necessarily putting Pat down for that, but that was a, it was a utter mess that, um, and, and I hope they all come through it really well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Sure. I, I, I have faith in Rose. I think she is a, a honest person. And it's a lot of integrity. I think I that somebody like her will carry herself through this. I she will yes, look at I this with a great do. deal of honesty and self-reflection. Well, that's really what I do. thought. And that's why the press, that's why I was ranting because the press conference really disappointed me because I, I expected her to come out and do what I just read to you. Yeah. She's, she's, yes. off, but okay. So, and bearing in but mind, you just cut, straight after. Yeah. Yeah. It? Exactly. You've just come off the mats. That's really hard. Right. I'm, yeah. But when I've just come on the mats and lost, I'm still in the loo sulking. So that's, yeah. you know, uh, Sherry allows me 15 minutes to sulk in the loo and then I have to pull myself together. And then, but you're right. But then she's had a chance to reflect as the rose I think we all buy into, which we love, is that whole, oh, okay. Um, yeah. I was shit. That's good. I sometimes wish my favorite athletes would just go, I was utter shite today <laughs> and be, you never hear that. No, you don't. And you just want someone to go, yeah, I just, 
it was awful um yeah so interesting but got a load of people talking mm. cool all right well shall we move on from there and yep. come on to the next fight yeah let's okay. do it okay the main event let's first of all yes, talk about the way in yeah controversial controversial well so it- 0.5 of a heart of a pound it's not much right and that is two things we we messaged about each other greg this that you are either so close that if you can't lose 0.5 that you've absolutely thrashed your body yeah for some reason that wasn't the feel i got from dubronx i don't know why he then now here's another thing which is completely out of line with a uh, <laughs> an mma website right uh, um, martial arts podcast he was the one who um i I've seen weird shit like that happen. He said about that whole, sometimes God works in mysterious ways. And the, the, the way weird things lined up, and I've seen it a lot in life, that sometimes you just go, yeah, that's how that's going to be this time around. Hmm. I, I know that's not very professional. I know you could go, oh, you shouldn't have had that half step of broccoli. And, but there was something odd about that where you just have to go, that's the universe moving in weird ways. Well, looking, looking back, a lot of people missed by 0.5 of a pound, didn't they? Yeah. In, that, um, in those weigh-ins. I think, I think the bit of that that was interesting to me was that as, um, as the day played out, several people said, several fighters not, didn't say that they didn't make weight, but that they said that the scale had been reset. <laughs> Yeah, that, I think I think of all things, that's probably the part that should not have been done. Probably nothing should have been changed on the scales. Right, right, right. Can right, we right. talk about the scales? Right. I don't because, understand it because we're in 2022 right now. The scales in the back are digital. The scales all the fighters use don't even their camps don't even get digital. me started. And then it's they get ridiculous. on stage and they use one of these tuppy 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 things. Uh, do you think Why? that that is dramatic bullshit? It is. Yes, it is. That is so the physical. dude in the thing who's going, he's texted his mum, 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 tune in at 10.30. You'll see the back of my head. I'm tapping some weights. I made it, mum. I honestly think part of that is a bit of the hangover from oh. boxing drama. I completely agree. There is no reason, in my view, for that. And no sensible reason anyone can say that they shouldn't just be. No. So I, I know digital scales, by the way, also have their errors, right? I get it. In our house here, I fight anywhere, depending on what room I'm standing in, from heavyweight, ultra heavyweight, to featherweight, depending on where I put the scales and stand on it. Yeah. So I get it. But that's not hard. That's not hard to do. No. And that. Well, Dan Hardy right. said, if you, if you want to keep the drama, put the scales on the stage. No one is around. You get someone to walk on. There's a big screen with a camera pointing at the scales. That's a good idea. Yeah, and everyone yeah, yeah. just goes, did you make weight? Yes, you did. No, you didn't. Job done. Finished. Yeah, the narrative is interesting Crazy. enough without, you know, Freddie Flintstone with his jacket going. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, I don't, but Dana had said now, he said, I'm going to have to put a security guard by the in and out scales now. You know, of course, every error makes a, a new adjustment. Yeah, stupid. Should I don't even think this conversation should be happening it in shouldn't. 2022, just as you say, it's stupid. It's crazy. So then, so it made that then, so because of that, I'm, I'm quite unforgiving of people cutting weight, I have to say, because I feel that there are certain things you should get right. If you go to a vegetarian restaurant, your waiter shouldn't bring you a steak. Yeah, yeah. And if you are, <laughs> if you're a pro fighter, you should make weight. 100%, right? yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I'm, I'm, I'm usually completely unforgiving. I'm like, as, as far as it's your job, man, yeah, that is your job. But that was such a weird scenario that I, for me, Charles uh, Dubronx went on as champ in my head. Well, essentially nothing's changed, has it? Nothing still, has nothing changed. He still fights for the belt next as he would yeah. if he was defending the belt. And that's so, how it, that, and that's how that should be. I yeah. think so it's weird. And that's why I put that rather a proper analytical Oh look, we're being really kind of MMA junkie and doing it right. To actually, world worlds and world moves in mysterious ways sections because I had no other explanation for it. It was just one of those weird kind of oh, okay, yeah. And it's almost everyone kind of felt that. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. I definitely yeah. at first I was like, no, you fucked up. You should have, you should have, you know, 
cut half a pound an hour. What are you doing? But then when I look back and I saw that a lot of people were in the same boat, into, but, but it just didn't affect them because they had that pound allowance. Yeah. And does he not have the pound allowance because of his championship? Then? No, yeah, because championship oh. fight. Okay, then that's yeah. then that's ridiculous. The, uh, yeah. the only other thing I do do, and this is partly, you know, my OCD slightly, is that when I've weighed in, I never I never aim to so if, uh well I'm now what 69.5 but when I was fighting at 75 I always I don't prepare for 75 I prepare for 73.5 accounting yeah, for the lack of quality scales the uneven ground at Crystal Palace or wherever you're fighting so I I I for me personally I like to um I don't trust other people's stuff I I try to account for that you know, two yeah. sets of keys, take two water balls, cut a pound and a half more uh, kilo. I was talking earlier. So mm-hmm. um, yeah. And that's just the only, that's the only thing. It must, it must be. T- I mean, their weight cut is so extreme though, isn't it? I mean, you could he didn't see look how- terrible though, did he? He didn't, he didn't. look, he's no. looked worse than that before. Yeah. But I mean, they all, all often do look so rough after oh, they've God. weight cut. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. Very much so. Mm. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's not good. And but then when so, they come so out that to was, fight, that was like, a, yeah, they've now. all ballooned up by another fifty pounds. Can't be right, can it? Can't Just be makes good. No sense. Can't be making but yeah. Just, yeah. So, uh, so firstly, going into the fight, I, I, I am a Gaethje fan. Me too. Uh, and I am a Charles Oliveira fan. Me yeah. too. But I found as soon as the bell went that I could not want. Charles to win more than I was. I really, you know, I love them both. But then I realized at the bell went, I so want Charles to win. And partly, partly this, because Gaethje spent all week, not, not being an ass, but being that whole, Charles has become the man, right? But that boy who quits is still in there. And that kind of set, a, that probably gave me the ump because I'm like, I've been that. And that even, and public revealing that is a little bit cruel. So, to say that about someone, to then get, oh, sorry, well, that, uh, tapped, which is, what is that? A uh, submission of voluntarily quitting is poetry. Yeah. yeah Absolute yeah, yeah. poetry. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people say that as well online. Yeah. <laughs> be careful yeah. what you wish for, right? <clears throat> yeah. I thought he was going to go to sleep. I thought he would just let, I thought he was just going to be like, fuck this. I'll just I go. thought he was tough enough to do that because of course he's not a, not a quitter. Oh, hang on. What is this? Oh no, maybe you are. Sorry. So don't ever sit up there and bust someone's chops for being a quitter. Cause it's not, it's not cool. Right. That's a, that's a real issue for people. And, and Rose, Rose will be in that category and you've got to watch that and then not back it up. Literally you can't listen. And it's all very well after he was very gentleman after great, 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 but Got to be careful, especially if you did the big tapper, because mm-hmm. that puts you in the same category, just. Okay, yes. so the fight, though. Nice. It was nice. It was. I think Justin got a little bit too emotionally into it, didn't he? He was swinging for the fences. He even lost his balance. That's his, at one that's point. his fight, right? That's it his is. Fight. It is. But he it's is. not the game. Again, if we're talking about corners, that is not the game plan you should go in with against someone who's as technical as Charles Oliveira. I don't, um, yeah, it's the Whitman corner again. Yeah. So, so Whitman, what are they there's doing? There's an issue. There's an issue, he, clearly. He, he, Justin Gaethje's game hasn't changed. No. Right? The thing about Oliver, Oliveira, by the way, I've worked out his game plan. I've got it. This is the game plan he talks in, uh, in Brazil. He's going to take two knockdown strikes <laughs> that almost separate you from consciousness as he's fully unconscious he sticks out a front leg to make it look like him falling back isn't a knockdown but a kick that he decided to pull guard well breathes and it's like oh my god every I, time that happens i know yeah. but i've also i don't are they genuine knockdowns well i think so. I, or does he go no one is going to come down here with me because they know if they do i'll strangle them so yes i'll i'm rocked by this I'm not going to stay on my feet because I might get hit again and then I'll get knocked out. So I'll just lay down. They're not going to come down here with me and it buys me the time to get my head back and I'll stand back up and fight again. I agree with half of that uh, observation. Okay. My first bit, I would say, I do think 
Charles is a little easy to get hit. Some some of us are. He is. I'm like, I get hit in the face all the time. It's, it's happened in the last three or four of his fights. Yeah. So I do yeah. think he's easy to hit, right? Uh, easy, easy-ish to hit, right? And with hard shots, you know, these top five guys are absolutely yeah. throwing bombs. But then I do agree with you. Uh, it may not have knocked him down, but I, he's going down. And because he's got that game, right, the ground game, the beautiful, beautiful, beautiful ground game, um, he's just like, in you come. And this is my issue with the Trevor Whitman thing, right? Can you, in 2022, this is mixed martial arts, isn't it? MMA, right? Can you be in MMA and only have two parts of the game? Wrestling no. and striking. No, you no, have to be days. a mixture, which is the reason I got into it. And I think we're all involved at the level we're at. Mix. I know it sounds like um, semantics, but they're important. Mixture of martial arts. Be a downgrade and a strike art, downgrade and a takedown art. Um, and what's the other one? Grappling art. And that is the ultimate martial arts. That's what that's what MMA came out of. People yeah. trying to be that stuff. And I don't think you can expect to be a champion in 2022. And the standard of MMA is changing weekly, right, with the new generation, where you have no grappling game. I know he has a wrestling grappling game and an escape game. Good. There's no BJJ game. That was, Charles is rounded everywhere. Yeah, yeah. he is. He is. You know. Um, and it shows it shows in his confidence is there's no fear going from one level to the next level is there you know there's not he's not avoiding anything he's not trying to stay out of range for anything he's willing to go into every he's <clears throat> willing to go into every range every range and i think confidence. he's i think he's so sick of being disrespected about this quitter stuff that he's charles he's like, I'll make everyone else quit instead yeah, fair yeah. Dues. he's got this new <laughs> ferocious anger. I haven't seen him, and have you seen it? Like, mm. put respect on my name. There is only one champion, Charles, etc., etc. And I'm going to come back to the other weapon he has in his arsenal, which is absolutely unshakable: his faith in God. I, 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 you see that in him. That is what I think. That unshakable faith, because he he lives that whole kind of helping the favelas, doing more within my MMA. I really think. That it, and that, bearing in mind, everyone's listening, I live in a Muslim country, right, where they pray five times a day. There is something phenomenally powerful about doing something five times a day. If only the prayer is, I bake bread well, I bake bread well, I bake bread well, at some point, you'll bake bread well. And that, whether again, whatever we decide it is, whether it's true, religious, whether it's kind of affirmation, you keep going with that. You believe in that. As we spoke at the top of this, yeah. it's a it's a massive weapon in your arsenal. That faith until that faith is broken, which is a whole other conversation. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, massive. He, I can't see who would beat him right now. I think the fight. Honestly, I think the fight to make is Islam and him. Hmm. I really think that is a fight. I think I think that happen. fight should happen. Yeah. I'm not sure Islam should get that straight away. Per person, well, he's got to fight Darius first, isn't he? Yes, yes, yes. I, 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 after that, then absolutely, I agree with you. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. give Chandler a rematch, maybe. Yeah. Um, Who else is there? You can't give it to Connor. That was such a big, but again, if we're talking entertainment, that'd be interesting. Oh, yeah. Up at, who, yeah, oh, it's Chandler. Sorry, it was Chandler. Chandler called him out, which I enjoy. I like the 170 call out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was interesting. Uh, it's just very good. Charles, watch. that was almost carbon copy of what he's done for most of his fights, Charles, yeah. isn't it? Uh, very happy for him. I thought that was superb. Couldn't be happier. Yeah, it was, was it's a interesting point. to see. It. it can't be long before they reveal some sort of plan going forward. I, I, yeah, maybe we, maybe they will do Connor. Yeah, but as Dana said in the presser, that there's no, he's not even in the conversation. He's not even because he's he's still not in. He's still not right. He's still not healed. So right. Dana won't entertain any of those thoughts. So, oh, okay, yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, said he's, 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 he said he's not ready. Yeah, he's not ready. Not ready yet. Point in, he's not even on the board, as it were. No. Um, so, do you want to mark this one? I, I for me, when we, the last two, we've had some unbelievable cards, right? Yeah. I'd be interested to see your overall one being, one being the Namajunas Esparza fight, 
10 being, yeah, actually we've got the two extremes. So one being terrible, 10 being top. What would you give this overall, just this main card? Honestly, mm-hmm. like a, like a, like a 6.5. Okay. I wasn't overly impressed with it. No. There were some good points. Like the knockout was great. And I thought Charles was really good. I, his, his, his groundwork, the transition from the armbar to the triangle, to the back, to the choke, to the readjustment of the choke before he hit the hand. And that it was just like wizardry. Beautiful. But as an overall uh, viewing experience, the Rose fight left a massive black mark on it. Yeah. So, yeah, 6.5. Sue? I'd go with about six, to be honest with you, because I wouldn't say, hey, that was a really, really good one to watch. You'll enjoy that. But there was a lot to learn in terms of... That was going to be my next question, actually. You should go watch the rose one so you mm-hmm. can see what how to lose how that's to lose point. that's a yeah badly. that's a really good point, that was going to be my next um, question actually from a learning point well let's do the two questions then from an entertainment point number and then from an actual which is the kind of the point of this podcast or, or the these extension programs the podcast is learning potential from this yeah there's a lot to learn from mm, from like that a, like I, give... a, I would say oh sorry you go ahead Sue. no no it's okay i was gonna say an eight i would say for learning yeah 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 i say there's a lot to learn uh, if you're going to compete and and from a mindset point of view so there's a lot from your mindset and if you're going to compete there's a lot to learn just by watching it once and say okay that's coaches who possibly aren't seeing what's going on and you not really aiming to win your championship back Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. not back sorry misspoke continue to win continue your belt i beg your pardon um yeah I think there's a lot to see there. Um, just out of interest, that Bing was your fight coming through, Sue. <laughs> yes, Joe's just messaged me saying he's ready. Yes. He's sent you the fights. Yes. So, yeah, you can have a quick flick through of those before we jump into um, the next bit. Numbers-wise, from my point of view, I would put Entertainment 5. Okay. Because that's not really representative. That's purely emotional. Because I absolutely love Rose. So, I, so the fall from grace for me was for, was higher because <laughs> I wanted it to do so well. So, in all, in anyone else, so I didn't have so much vested. I'd be like, ah. Oh. And then the other, the others were fine. I, I think as a promoter, what I, just one of those days at the office, those weeks where you go home and you turn to your wife or your partner at night and go, I'm so happy that week was over. Yes. <laughs> Cow- Cowboy managed to. Eat a dodgy taco. I loved, by the way, during um during the Rose fight, Dean Thomas's analysis of the first round, where they were like, "So who won the first round, Dean?" He was like, "I think everyone we in the all building lost. lost the first yeah. round." Yeah, I love that. <laughs> that's that's true, actually. Yeah, yeah, that was that's really good. Um, so, I, as a promoter, that must have just have been one of those where you just go, "Oh, could everything that went wrong." virtually went wrong but saying that it's still an amazing job so five from because i'm sulking um from a learning point of view nine the psychology and the mentality in this was right on show and i'm really passionate about the psychology yeah, you are, yeah. life in general and fighting I, I believe that's where life is made and lost and it was all on show in abundance. If you want to learn about how to choke, quit, give up, not give up, listen to a team who don't want you to loot, boom, it's all in 274. There we go. There we go. There we go. Alrighty. That is yep. UFC 274 under yep. the ra- under the spotlight, not under the radar, under the spotlight. <laughs> under the, under the radar. Yeah. Bleep. Wrapped in a nice <laughs> in little package. In the bin. Off um, it goes. And then we're going to do uh, Southwest now, Open under the spotlight. Ah, uh, this one I'm more interested in. Two seven four. Sweet. They know they know how to bash each other in the face, but these guys, this is much more interesting to me. This is relevant to life. Can't so, wait. So next episode, which we're recording immediately after this, Matt's going to review our footage from our competition, and that's our next episode. Yes. There okay. we go. All right, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.